0: Hey, how's it going? Thank you for joining me on the Meliora Mentor Podcast. I am Jocelyn Hillam, and Meliora means better in Latin. I want to encourage better thoughts and give you examples from my own lives of areas that I have found better thoughts that have helped improve it. Because changing my thoughts for the better has changed my life for the better in a lot of ways. And I want to help you to find the better because it's a much more satisfying and fulfilled life, um, living in better thoughts. So thanks for joining me and let me help you today. Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life. Through taking small steps or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals, to find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. Hey, how's it going? I'm so excited to be here with you today as I share some thought tools and things in my life that I am going through, that I have gone through, that have helped me in motherhood, pregnancy, and losing baby weight. Hopefully I can help you in some of those areas. If you are pregnant, I have a whole series I did on pregnancy. Go scroll down or up. <laughs> can't remember which it is on the app and find the pregnancy series. I take it step by step all the way through a pregnancy and I also am continuing doing um, pregnancy tidbits and interviews along the way. So if you need support for pregnancy or here for that, I encourage you to look up the podcast episodes that have pregnancy or pregnancy series at the end at the end of the title, that is. So there's a lot of mindset tools and awesome help for you there. And I also have a Facebook channel that will be in the show notes of all of those episodes and this episode as well. So join in if you need some mental improvement and help with pregnancy. Today, I have two illustrations for you about why stupid, simple things, (laughs) which I shouldn't say stupid. I'm sorry. I tell my kids not to say it, so I feel a little guilty right now. But why those things can be so hard. So back in January and February of 2021, I felt prompted to start teaching a monthly class. Like, And I just felt that even if people didn't come, I needed to start teaching a monthly class. I needed to start getting practice in articulating my thoughts and in sharing the things that are on my mind and doing that through like a class online was what my original thought was just doing a simple online class once a month. I did two of those classes and then kind of petered out. I just didn't continue. I rationalized that over the summer I was going to record a bunch of classes at some cool sand sand dunes that are pretty close to our house I was going to record a bunch of classes there, and then I'd have like a log of classes that I could put up when I wanted to talk to people. So that was my rationalization for not recording those classes. I was going to record some over the summer. Well, summer has come and gone. It is October, and I did not record a single one of those classes. I didn't do anything like that. And I had felt inspired (laughs) to, but I didn't do it. I am still learning life is a journey as you learn to listen and adapt to those promptings and things that come into your mind and heart Sometimes we ignore those promptings like I did and sometimes we try to listen like I'm trying to do now So one thing that came to mind was like, okay, just teach a live class one live class start there start with one live class and I put that off for weeks I found the phone numbers to some public offices where I could hold a public class that I could just teach to those local to my area, and I put that off for a couple weeks, even when I had the phone number, because I was scared. (laughs) That fear was creeping in, I didn't want to, it was putting me a little bit outside of my comfort zone, even though enjoy sharing my thoughts with other people. I was timid about this, but finally I called and I scheduled it. And I am trying to follow through. So I'm going to illustrate the takeaway after I tell you the second story. I also felt prompted to start a website, and that prompting kind of came in the summer. And I was like, yeah, summer will be a great time to build a website. I won't be schooling my kids as much. My husband's not as busy as at work. Summer will be a great time to build a website. I should build a website. During the summer, I thought a lot about building a website. (laughs) It was a thought that came into my mind a lot, but I didn't do it. I didn't do anything about it. I thought about it. I tossed around platforms in my mind, did a little bit of research, but that was about it. So I still don't have a website. Then I had the thought to get up earlier than my kids to work on a website And I wanted to do this. I sincerely did want to do this. Have wanted to do this and to try this. But it has been so hard. Something as simple as getting up 30 minutes earlier has been very difficult for this girl right now, right here. (laughs) It has been so hard. Embarrassingly hard. I also tend to compare and I just think of other people who... I've heard about on podcasts or who have told me that they get up early and do a lot before their kids get up and such is not me yet. (laughs) I do get up about 30 minutes before they get up but I spend that time in my scriptures and reading a little bit and I didn't want to replace that with the website building. I wanted to get up 30 minutes earlier than that to do the website building which wouldn't be unrealistic because I only get up at 7 30 currently but I couldn't do it. I tried for like probably a month to get up earlier and dragging myself out of my warm covers and my bed was hard. It was really hard. I think I did it one time because the baby woke up at six and I actually wasn't tired that day. So (laughs) I stayed up, but that was kind of a rarity. Actually, it was a rarity as it only happened once. And I started feeling really bad about this. I started shaming myself like, geez, Jocelyn, you can't even wake up at seven o'clock. You're kind of worthless. And look at all the things you haven't got done that you felt prompted, inspired to do, like you should do, like those were the next steps to take in building a business and helping people and having your stuff available to those who need you. And I just started feeling awful (laughs) every day was kind of filled with heavy guilt like I didn't realize it for a couple weeks until the beginning of this week I decided to shift I decided that I was just going to keep getting up at the time I get up and that if I could find time during the day to work on the website I was going to do that I wasn't going to shame myself about not getting up as early as I wanted to anymore and it was so relieving and so freeing that I didn't have to feel guilty that I wasn't getting up early as early as I wanted to. I was happier. I also told myself that 10 minutes is better than no minutes. And I would try and fit 10 minutes in when the kids were actually playing good for a minute or the, and the baby was asleep. 10 minutes while food cooked in the oven. 10 minutes to me was better than no minutes. And if you add 10 minutes up over a week, that's still an hour, which is an hour better than I would have got otherwise. It's still something. So there's kind of two nuggets, two thought mindset shifts that you can apply to these stories and to today's topic. Why is it so hard to do stupid, simple things? It's because we shame ourselves about it and because we don't break them down into small and simple steps. Like my classes... It was a great idea, but I didn't break it down into small doable things. I just had this overwhelming picture that once a month there had to be a class, which in my head looked like 12 classes. And when I thought about teaching 12 classes, that seemed really overwhelming and hard and daunting. And I worried if anyone would come. And I started getting concerned about numbers and not really thinking about the true purpose that I want to bring to my life and to others' life through their thoughts. So I am trying to break that down further by just teaching one class. I am focusing on one class the beginning of November for those local and whoever wants to commute to listen to that class. I will have details to, for that on my Meliora Mentor page. If you want to like and follow that page, you will be notified. I'll create an event. So that was the first thing is to break the stupid, simple things into even smaller steps, even into smaller doable bites. We want to take on the whole chunk. I want to take on the whole chunk of getting up a half an hour before my kids, an hour and a half before my kids, but I can't bite that off. It's like climbing the ladder. You can't skip six rungs and get to the hour and a half. (laughs) It's hard. It often takes breaking things down, doing it slower, and not shaming yourself about it. I think guilt can be good, which this would be a whole nother podcast episode. (laughs) Guilt can be good as long as it's not taken to shame. Like if you feel a little guilty and it helps you to do better and to improve, yes, yes. But if you start getting in this negative downward spiral of shame and thinking you're worthless because you can't even reach your stupid simple goals... That is not serving you or anyone. So for the time being, I let go of my ideal of getting up before my kids. That is what worked for me. And when I go for it again, I am going to break it down. I'm going to break it down into getting up 10 minutes before I used to. And I'll probably do that for two or three weeks. And then I will add 10 more minutes. As we break our goals down, as we break these silly, simple things that we want to do, down into doable goals that are small and simple, then we will be able to reach our ideals a lot easier. Brooke Snow, who is a podcaster I admire and listen to a lot of her podcast episodes, explained it similar to this. She explained them as floors and ceiling. A floor is something that you could do on a day that you are sick. And a ceiling is your highest ideal. So my highest ideal with getting up early... Would be to get up an hour and a half before my kids and work on all the business stuff I want to do. Get content, video content going, create Canva photos and encouraging thoughts, transcribe things. You know, all the things that sound good with getting a mentoring business and um, thought encouraging mindset tools going. That would be ideal. But most days I can't reach the ceiling so she says to set a floor set a doable floor that you could day do even on a day when you are not feeling the greatest so the floor would be getting up even 5 minutes earlier or like i decided to do fitting that 10 minutes of website building in throughout a different time in the day she applies this to exercise her Ceiling was to jog three miles a day. That would be her ideal, but her floor was to put her tennis shoes on and step outside. So setting a floor and a ceiling can really help you in doing the small and the simple things to move forward in your small goals that seemed silly and easy, but you still can't get done. Floors and ceilings is another thing that we could even go deeper into, which I need to write down all these ideas because That one actually was very pivotal in me moving forward, and I will share more about that in the future. So, to sum up a little bit of what I talked about today, it is first to do small chunks. Break your goals into small chunks. My small chunks for recording classes is one class at a time. I am only doing one class. I'm only thinking about one class, and if I don't do one the next month, that's okay, but I'm doing one this month. The next thing was not to shame yourself when you don't fulfill your goal because you will start to feel negative. You'll have negative thoughts about yourself. You will have some self-loathing, live in cognitive dissonance, and it will not serve you or your family. It will actually start to make you unhappy. So don't shame yourself. Look at things in a new light. Try and find different ways to solve your problems. Maybe you can't currently solve the small problem you were working on, like me, like getting up early. (laughs) I could not solve that problem. My baby does still wake up in the night, and that's part of my rationalization why I can't get up early is because I don't get consistent sleep. (laughs) Um... So I had to find a different alternative. I had to find a different time to work on my website, and it actually worked better for my mind and for my life. Sometimes you have to find a different alternative, or sometimes you can work through it by breaking it into smaller and simple chunks, like five or ten minutes at a time. I hope that this podcast episode has been helpful to you in trying to do the simple, silly things that should be really easy, but they can be very difficult. These mindset shifts can help you if you apply them into your life. So go mama, go apply these tools and let me know how they work for you. I would love to hear some feedback from you um, via, you can message me or my email is always in the show notes if you would like to email me. Thank you for sharing this episode with your other mom friends who you know could use these mindset tools. I love talking and teaching about this work because it has changed my life. And I know I say that every episode, but it really has. (laughs) And it's been by small and simple things. So if I can do it, you can do it. Let's do it together. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, And for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time. You know what? I decided I wanted to add a deeper thought to this podcast episode, and it will be something that I add occasionally on the future, something that's kind of come up in my life or in my thoughts that I want to share with you. So I don't know if you've seen the show Alone. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I've watched two seasons of Alone, and it's where individuals go live in the wilderness for alone. So they pick 10 people to live alone in the wilderness. Like the ones I've seen have been in the Arctic. They live in the Arctic for One of the challenges was 100 days and the other challenge was to be the last one there and they would win money. And as they go throughout this process of living alone, I was discussing this with my sister and her husband and I mentioned how one of the recent winners um, shared a lot about his mother and his thoughts about his mother. But you could kind of gather from his personality that he typically is not a person that would share such information like that. Um, He just typically didn't seem like the person that would do that. But living alone, he had no one to talk to. They have no electronics. They have no way to, um, to talk to people, to be distracted. And he shared some pretty deep things about his mom and his relationship with his mom. My sister told me that on another episode, there was a different guy who had talked about losing his daughter. Um, And he'd never talked about that before. He was a rock, stone, solid man and didn't cry. But when he started talking about that and going through that with the camera, he started crying. Like, they do their own filming. There's not a camera crew there. And it made me think about how them being alone with their thoughts brought them to some of those deeper and more meaningful and hard experiences and really kind of made them get in their thoughts and examine their thoughts and opinions about life, about relationships specifically. And I know I'm kind of jumbling this because I just randomly decided to do this last minute, but It made me think of how we don't have time, we don't make time to process some of those difficult things. In our world, we do not have very much alone time because there are so many ways to be distracted. We're distracted on our phones, with our TVs, with the various emails, with the radio, with um, news, and you name it. There are so many ways to distract ourselves from going through some of those deeper emotions, working through some of those pains, and feeling some of that respect and reverence for our parents. And that was just kind of um, thought-provoking to me that we get too distracted to process some of those harder emotions. And I will probably go into more of this in a further podcast episode because I had a lot of ideas that just came to my mind about that but for now, I want you to think on that. Are you too distracted to process some emotions that might need to be processed? Anyways, just some deeper thoughts for today. Hope you have a great weekend.